0: Evening everybody, it's Kirk Henderson once again on another episode of Mavs Moneyball After Dark, coming to you by myself tonight after the Mavs fell to the heat 118-126. I kind of wanted to do this pod solo because frankly there's just not that much to talk about with this game. The Mavericks played an ugly game for uh, for most of the 48 minutes, barring about a four minute stretch to end the third quarter. And they played tremendously terrible defense. Uh, Their injury concerns and and depth issues are more or less catching up with them at this point in the year. And they simply weren't good enough to beat a very good Miami Heat uh, defense. Um, Looking at some basic box scores, we have a career night from Seth Curry. 37 points on 13 of 15 from the floor. Uh, Luka Doncic had 23, uh, 10 assists, and 4 rebounds. Orzingis had 24 points and 13 rebounds, uh, and that was pretty much the highlight for the Mavericks. The bench unit only played four guys significant minutes, really three guys because Michael Gilchrist only played uh, five minutes and Boban was only in for seconds to to end part of a uh, quarter. And the Mavericks, you know, did not look good against Miami for pretty much from the opening tip. While they were able to score in the first quarter, they had seven threes. They gave up all sorts of points in the paint to Miami. And the Heat essentially inched ahead throughout the second. And for most most of the third, it really looked like the Mavericks were stuck in the mud. Uh, They had to go to their bench unit, or excuse me, the Miami Heat eventually went to their bench unit and broke away from this very lengthy matchup zone, which had been bothering Dallas, and the Mavericks went on quite a run to end the third quarter up five. Then, just due to the nature of the lineup, uh, Coach Carlisle had to play, you know, Barea and uh, DeLon Wright uh, with, I think it was... Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith and Tim Hardaway Jr. And the Mavericks started the fourth quarter giving up a 13-0 run in uh, in just over three minutes. And, you know, looking back at the game, that was the stretch that decided it for Dallas. By the time the bench got back, or the starters all got back into the game, they were down eight. And the aforementioned porous defense was not able or really willing to stop the Miami Heat. And while the offense finally found the uh, the you know the bottom of the net, it was simply too late. And I'm really not sure how the Mavericks fix some of these defensive issues. Um, they don't have anybody who's good at one-on-one defense. Um, I would say Maxi Cleave was probably the best guy, but he's also excellent in a help capacity. Um, I know there's. Uh, DeLon Wright has the reputation of being a good defender. He's he's really not. He's an interesting off-ball defender. He's sneaky. But um, man-to-man, he got roasted all evening. Uh, really dumb defensive plays. Didn't look like he knew what he was doing. Just really unfortunate basketball. Uh Dorian Finney-Smith is, is might be playing just slightly outside of his depth. And, you know, he's he, the game really showed it tonight. He had five personal fouls, three points, three rebounds in 27 minutes. And, uh, you know, didn't hit a shot from the floor. Um, this is sort of what... I don't want to say what we expected, because the Mavericks have really had an excellent season. But th- the defense was always going to be their Achilles heel. It's just without warm bodies to throw into the game... There's no real way for the Mavericks to fix some of these problems other than continuing to score. The starters are playing kind of outrageous minutes. If you look at, at what's you know happening, Porzingis played 39, Curry played 36, Hardaway Jr. played 37, Luca played 38. It's just not great. It's not great. And you know, granted, they beat the Spurs the other night with this sort of lineup. They beat, uh, and then they lost Miami here. But if your starters are playing this many minutes during this stretch of the season, it usually means they're fighting for something. Uh, luckily for the Mavericks, they're still you know within range of any of these you know five six uh, spots in the Western Conference. They just need to string together you know more than three wins in a row. It's a pretty disappointing game just because you get up five, you get against the team against the Heat, and to give it all away that quickly, there's just There's just no excuse for that. Uh, The offense that the Mavericks opted to run during that three-minute stretch to start the fourth quarter was just, it it was like a flashback to some of the most frustrating Bray years. I know people out there love Bray. He is an important historical figure to the Mavericks. But what's the point of having DeLon Wright if we're not going to give him the ball? When J.J. Bray is in the game, he dribbles the crap out of it, he drives the lane, he passes to a roll man, or he shoots the ball. That's all that he does, and that was all Dallas did when he had the ball. And those wasted possessions uh, on offense paired with the ability to, inability to stop anyone on defense resulted in the Mavericks losing the game. I know they're short-staffed, but they have to figure out ways to, to mix this up because it was like watching a team stuck in quicksand and at, you know, after coming off just a scorching hot fourth quarter, that sort of thing shouldn't really be possible. Uh, the Mavericks, I think, finished the third quarter on a 19 to four run. So to immediately start the fourth and go on and and give up a 13-0 run themselves is you know inexcusable from a from a coaching point of view. I'm sure Carlisle is pretty unhappy with with the roster and what he put out there, but it's not like he has a lot of options either. Um, and it's really not. Too much more to this game. Uh, Luca looked hungover. I think well, you know I'm far enough into the podcast where I feel comfortable saying that today's his 21st birthday. He's gonna go have a good time in Miami. Um, good for him. Being 21 probably doesn't really matter to him. It's a United States thing because legal drinking age in other countries is lower. And I'm sure Luca's had a good time since he's been in Dallas. He's an adult man, professional basketball player, living on his own. Uh, Looked like half the team was at least in the first half, looking ahead to to whatever potential party he's having this evening. I hope they have a good time. Um, This was, you know, just another in the Mavs kind of ho hum performance against better teams. It's going to be one of these, you know, another one of the games where when we look back at frustrating losses, losses the Mavericks have to hang on themselves. This is this goes in that file. Um, Dallas is a good, fun basketball team. I enjoy watching them. I really am curious as to how they get better down the road. Uh, the, the, bench seems to just be missing wings. Uh, and you know, maybe ball handlers willing to make a shot. Um, Jalen Brunson being out, you know, I know we're all kind of hit or miss fans of him, but you know, when the option is hammer Bray, I really think at this point, you know, you miss him because he's. He is at least, you know, what you're gonna see. He's a more willing to run an offense rather than play mini Luka Doncic and shooting every time. I don't really have much more, guys. It's Friday night. If you're if you're listening to this podcast, you're a pretty hardcore fan. I appreciate all your support. I know Josh does as well. Um, we'll be back Sunday. I believe they play the Timberwolves, who you know are just a constant mess. But the Mavericks can't really afford to. You know, look down at any team. They need to get all these victories. It's important at this point in the year. This has been Kirk Henderson with Mavs Moneyball After Dark. Uh, Let us know how we did. Subscribe, tell your friends. We appreciate uh, you guys listening. Everyone have a good weekend.